the diamond I realized the Empathy Museum presents Mile and My Shoes. So these are a pair of Reebok size 4 trainers made out of what I'm guessing is leather, but it could be man-made. Yeah, leather and cotton. Look, they've got paint flicks on them. I think they might have been used when someone was decorating their house. They're in good condition. They don't look like they've seen much water. Plain black, bog standard, ordinary, nothing out of this world. Black trainers. Nothing untowards on the inside, particularly on the soles, or just look like they've been well used. These look like very functional shoes. These look like they've served a purpose. Maybe someone's job has meant that they've had to have these shoes and they've worn them every day. These shoes belong to Chetna Patel. This is her story. Uh, we are going to my shop. Uh, I'm opening my shutters. And, uh... I'm doing every day myself, from morning to evening, and uh, evening time, I pull my shutter down. See, uh, this is my shop, you can see, it's, uh, it's empty right now. It's, but uh, before, it's like uh, salvings and selves and all that things. But uh, my landlord telling me that they want a completely empty shop. My name is uh, Chitna Patel. And uh, I'm uh, running in a shop in uh, Peckham, in uh, Bellingdon Road. It's a small shop selling crepes and chocolate. And this is my last day today to closing down my shop. And I'm moving away from South London to going to North London. You know, I, re I went out 6 o'clock and I just walk on my street. And I'm thinking, oh gosh, just yesterday I'm working here for 6 o'clock waiting for customers. And today I'm like a, as a customer <laughs> walking on a road <laughs> and to seeing all peoples and everyone. But uh, it's in India, I grew up in a small village. It's in the Gujarat states. And uh, I came here in 1989 to get married to my husband. Uh, we did arranged marriage. And uh, I live with my husband and my two girls. My husband, his name is Nayan, and uh, he's born in Uganda. And uh, he came in this country in 1971 when uh, Idi Amin kicked them out. And he came to India for get married. And he saw few girls in the beginning. But uh, one of my uncle and his uncle, their best friend. And we went to one room, and me and my husband sitting there. and. We asking question each other like only for five or ten minutes, and uh, next day he was telling to my uncle say he likes me, and uh, my uncle saying to me say yeah, do you mind to get married him? And I said no no I don't mind at all <laughs> because it's uh, like completely different coming to London, and because. He, He's a, such a good-looking person. He's a gentleman. Then I say, yeah, I don't mind. And within the two days, we get married. And my husband left within a week. Just 10 days, we stay together. And we never time by ourselves. We just sing each other, laughing, and smile each other. That's all. But that is like, it's a true love, I'm telling you. Because it's a natural feelings come out from each other. Then... Uh, 
six months time, I came here, and uh, then life started. When I came to Bellingham Road in Peckham, first time, uh, is a surprise because like people are so busy running with going to work. I think myself, my God, people are mad here. And uh, I just standing next to my husband and my husband serving so fast to everyone. And uh, I couldn't speak English at all. But uh, after a while, I just learned by myself, talking to customers or uh, reading book, listen news. And I, I never seen black people or white people in my life. In India, it's like all brown people. And when I came here, I just look at them and staring them like they are coming from different planet. <laughs> and I think, wow. Then slowly, slowly, just people are so good. They know, say, I don't speak English or I'm coming from India. Then they go helping me. <laughs> favorite, you are my favorite customer, isn't it? Uh, how is your mom? Yeah. Oh, see? Oh. <laughs> anyway, then see you, yeah? I have to go to see my next. I've seen three or four generations. I saw some children when they were small, and uh, now, right now, they're coming with their children. And uh, I know my customers' time. And uh, if they come like half an hour late or one hour, and say, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, we are late today. And I say, look, tomorrow you, you come on time, OK? <laughs> then, and they, they just laugh, say, yeah, yeah, yes, boss, we are coming right time tomorrow. <laughs> and that's, that's why people like to come to my shop, because I give them a big smile in the morning. That's why it's like morning chat is the best chat. When I came here, uh, this area is very bad area. Is uh, if I tell my family or friends or the people say I'm living in Peckham and they staring us, they think I'm a, we are mad people to living in Peckham. And of course that was it was really bad area at that time. Yeah, because uh, lots of thieves coming my shop. Like few times they just uh, snatch my necklace. They push me. But people are good as well, because if some of my customers standing in my shop and they're showing me, say, I'm fighting with that uh, people, and they stand and protect me, that's why I appreciate my customers. They stay until the bad people, they go out. Inside, I lit scare myself. And I thought, might be they come next day. But I never give it up, because I knew, say, if I give it up, then they come back again. If you can see right now in Bellingdon Road, it's completely different. Now people saying it's a Bellingdon village. And sometimes tourists coming here, and we surprised them what they're going to see in a Bellingdon Road. But right now, it's so many cafes, restaurants, now it's like uh, clubs and everything. Then youngster now, they like to come to Peckham. It's is area getting better doesn't mean says the people are getting better or everything getting better. People are still the same. It's a Peckham. But it's better than before, I can say. And uh, uh, it's a heartbreaking myself. Completely my storeroom is empty. Before is full of with stocks. Like I always 
keep like 10, 15, one liter waters, glucosates, and especially Red Bull and all that energy drinks. I always one thing is says a very nice to changing because uh, people are getting difference, everything getting difference. But in other way, my business going down as well because it's all wealthy people coming here. They are like very health conscious people. They don't eat chocolates or crepes. Then suddenly last year, my lease finished and uh, I just contact to my landlord and he putting rent up so much high because he knows that he can get that rent because this area coming up. And we try for six months and then we thought, okay, no, this is no point to fight with them. And we decide, say, okay, let's close down our shop. I invite my customers, say, okay, come to visit me because it's last day. And uh, I tell them, say, four o'clock is the party start. Like, I thought might be no one coming. And even my girls telling me, say, mom, I don't think so anybody coming. And I thought might be not. But four o'clock, straight away they came and uh, my shop is full of my old customers, even people standing outside to come to see me. And literally people are crying. I said, don't leave or you gave us a good service. But I feel really grateful for them because they give me so nice response. And myself, I surprise. I, I get sometimes tears in my eyes. Like sometimes I think, you know, you earn lots of money sometimes and you put it in the bank lots of money. But this thing I earn, this is special something for myself. Yeah, this is lifetime achievement. In the beginning, yeah, we upset a little bit. Say, okay, we're running that business so long and, and we are still young. We're still in 50s. But actually I'm looking forward to do traveling and... I can say, yeah, I'm really proud of myself, whatever I did in my life. Even my girls, they are proud on me as well, because when I had a party and all my customers telling to my girls, say, your, dear, your mother did a good job, you know, best job. And they, in the evening, we sitting together with my husband and my girls. And they was telling me, say, mom, everybody really appreciate whatever you did in your life. And then I proud myself and I say, wow, this is it. Yeah, I, this is I want from my customers. Checking the Story was produced by Andrea Rangecroft. Her shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile In My Shoes exhibition. The shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next. <laughs>